Good morning, Tim. Thanks for having me on. And you're you're a prosecutor in this circuit now yourself, correct? That's right. I've been a prosecutor in uh, Clark and Oconee County for the last 14 years. I've been a trial a uh, attorney for the last 21 years. Uh, and why the desire to run for the top job there? Well, I just think that um, this is kind of the natural progression for where I've been. I came in uh, and worked my way up from. Uh, being a brand new attorney to working my way up to being a special victims prosecutor. I'm now the deputy chief assistant district attorney, and I have a, you know a passion for this job. I also have a vision for what I think we need to be doing as we move forward. And we'll talk about that vision. I want to dive right into this. I, I tweeted out early this morning uh, mentioning that you were going to be on with us, those who follow me at Tim Bryant Radio, and, and instantly got a question from a listener. And I'm going to pose the question because uh, it dives right into what I know is going to be one of the issues you want to discuss anyway. Uh, Scott that asked this, he says, in light of 2020, I'm curious to know how James Chafin views a person's right to defend life and property from rioters or any other threat. Uh, what kind of rights from your perspective? do I have to protect myself, my family, my property? Well, you know, I think the law carves that out pretty clearly. Um, a person uh, does have a right to defend themselves. Uh, it's carved out in the Georgia Code uh, uh, under the law of justification. So a person has the right to uh, what we would call repel serious violent injury. So uh, it's not a uh, uh, Right under any circumstances, it is one that deals with dealing with what a person is actually facing at the time. So if a person is, is facing imminent death, that would set a level of what a response could be. Obviously, we want to make sure that people are safe in their communities. Uh, and so we do want to make sure that um, if there are issues that people are, are facing in, in today's culture, that one, we're also making sure that we're notifying law enforcement uh, as soon as possible. So. Um, we want to make sure that as the district attorney that we're following the law and we ask citizens of the community uh, to do the same thing. Say on your website, jameschafin.com, that's C-H-A-F-I-N, jameschafin.com, you say this, I'll continue to be tough on violent crime as I have been during my 14 years of service. I, I'm, I'm trying to be fair and accurate here. Uh, that does not sound like something that Deborah Gonzalez is stressing uh, as we talk with her, as we read what she has to say. Uh, and and Brian Patterson uh, doesn't seem as enthusiastic about it as you do either here. Uh, to flesh that out for it's going to be as tough on violent crime as I have been during my 14 years of service. What are you talking about tough? Well, what we want to make sure is that we're holding people accountable. Violent criminals have to be held accountable, period. Um, we want to make sure that if people are committing crimes against our citizens, that they are, are, are not out there to be able to do that. Um, you know, I, we deal with some very serious cases in this office, uh, some very violent cases. We have obviously dealt with murder, crimes against uh, that are committed against children, uh, crimes that are committed against women. Uh, we have, you know, seen an uprise in uh, criminal street gang shootings. So we want to make sure that we are uh, keeping our community safe. That is utmost importance. We want to make sure that um, our citizens are able to, able to live in our community and that this community can thrive. And one of the ways that we want to make sure that we're doing that is that people who want to commit violence against other people 
uh, when the evidence is there, we want to make sure that they're held accountable. You, you used a phrase there just now, and I want to seize on that for a quick moment, James Chavey. You said street gang violence. I remember, and I'll never forget, conversation I had with then Athens Clark County Police Chief Jack Lumpkin tells you how far back that's been a few years <laughs> since he was the chief here, but we were discussing gangs, and I asked the question this way, and again, this was probably 15 years ago, maybe. Uh, chief, do we have gangs or do we have gang wannabes? And, and he paused for a minute, and he said, what's the difference? <laughs> and I've always thought that's a, that's a profound answer. At least I took it as one. But I'll ask you, from the perspective of a prosecutor, how serious is the gang issue in Athens and Oconee County? Well, we're seeing the gang issue all over the state of Georgia. So it is uh, everywhere in our communities right now. Uh, and we're having it here just like other communities are having it across the state. Uh, what we're seeing is uh, young children being recruited into uh, these groups at, a, at an early age. And we want to make sure that we're doing everything we can to get that information out there to parents, to schools, to community leaders, to try to show children that there's a better path. Because what we don't want to see is young kids getting recruited into something that they don't really understand, and then they have this profound negative impact on their lives. What we want to make sure is that uh, we have a thriving community with our children uh, with the best, brightest future they can have. And so getting that information out there uh, is vital. But also, once once these crimes occur, we want to make sure that we are stopping it. Uh, we want to make sure that we're, we're ending gang violence, and we don't want it in our community. Which is something else you talk about there on your website, jameschafin.com. I believe we need to offer workshops to first-time nonviolent offenders so they can begin the process of removing first-time offenses from their records. You say you want to expand the existing pretrial diversion programs, accountability courts. Talk about that for a moment. Sure. You know, and oftentimes we talk about violent crimes, and that's, I know, on the forefront of many people's minds. Uh, but there's lots of different crimes that occur that comes through a district attorney's office. There are many crimes that are not violent crimes. Uh, some of those crimes deal with uh, people who have all sorts of issues. Uh, sometimes it has to do with uh, addiction, mental health, and sometimes it has to deal with poverty. Uh, there are programs that are available for that that have been created uh, in Georgia over the years. We want to make sure that we're utilizing those programs well because many people um, are going to be able to be rehabilitated if the effort is put in by the person they take responsibility, but also if we provide those resources. Our community's done a good job of that. We want to make sure that we're expanding that. We want to make sure that we're looking at young people because oftentimes young people make mistakes early in life, and that can really bear a lot of damage on their decision on their own lives. And so if a person has been rehabilitated and they've paid their debt to society, what we want to do is use the programs that came through criminal justice reform through uh, state back in 2008 through the last few years to make sure that once they've paid their debt to society and they've been rehabilitated, that they are moving forward in a positive direction. And letting people know that there are programs for people who have a past conviction that they've moved on from, that they've been rehabilitated from, there's actually ways that they can have that record restricted or even taken off of the record from a retroactive first offender. We, as as the district attorney's office, should be proactive about that and letting people know that, that they can apply for those uh, programs and that we would be help them 
look into whether or not they would be eligible for it. A couple of minutes left here with James Chafin, candidate for district attorney, the election on November 3rd, early voting starting on October 12th here. I'm, I'm curious and interested, and, and it may not be the most relevant thing, but it occurs to me to wonder anyway, you're in that office with one of the other two candidates, Brian Patterson, obviously in the same DA's office there, and you're, you're working together. Uh, what is that like? What's that dynamic? It's got to be interesting, to say the least. I actually, and I get that question a lot, and I understand the question. Uh, I've known Brian Patterson for a long time. We've worked together for a long time. We have a good working relationship, and it's continued on uh, through the pandemic and through uh, both of us wanting to seek this office. And uh, another forum last evening, a virtual forum put together by the Oconee Enterprise. What's campaigning like in in this day and age of coronavirus? Uh, It's a little different. It's a little different. Uh, it's a lot more phone calls, a lot less uh, interaction by face. So uh, we just got to adapt and move forward. Uh, in about 45 seconds here, closing pitch, what would you say to the voters uh, and the folks who are looking at the three candidates, Deborah Gonzalez, Brian Patterson, James Chafin? Uh, quickly, what's the 30-second case for James Chafin? So I believe that our community deserves a district attorney who is qualified, experienced, and has earned the public trust. In my 21 years of practicing law, 14 of which have been right here in Clark and Oconee counties, I have presented cases in front of 100-plus juries. And jury trial experience is crucial to this job, and I have that experience. The other thing that is crucial to me in this job is keeping politics out of our courtrooms. That's why I'm running as a nonpartisan candidate. I would ask people to consider James Chapin for district attorney on November 3rd. Yeah, and again, that website, uh, James Chafin, that's C-H-A-F-I-N, jameschafin.com, the website. James Chafin, best of luck on November 3rd. Thanks for your time this morning. Thanks, Tim. Have a great day.